Welcome to Getting Granular, the podcast where digital marketing experts from the agency Granular talk about the latest trends, tried and true best practices, and share their unfiltered thoughts about the industry. Whether you're here to learn how to grow your business, improve your digital skills, or just want to hear some Midwest PPC experts rant about digital media, you've come to the right place. Hello, and welcome to the Getting Granular podcast. This is your host, Mike Sherman. I'm a senior paid media expert here at Granular. I'm joined today with Mark Lee, who is also another analyst on our team. Hey, Mark, how's it going? Good, Mike. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I guess uh, to start things off here, why don't you give just an intro on yourself and how you uh, came to be in this space and what kind of started the project here that we're going to be talking about. Yeah, so I'm paid, uh, I think my actual title is, I think, Measurement and Paid Media uh, Manager here at Granular. I've been at Granular for just over two years. So I basically manage you know, paid media clients like everyone else on the team, but I also do a lot of the, pretty much all of the, the tagging, tracking, and then reporting. So I have my you know hands in, in basically everything at Granular, uh, which I enjoy. So um, yeah, how this kind of project came about, uh, you know, what we're talking about uh, is, you know, um, the idea of blocking, you know, ads on Instagram um, and how that affects, you know, the engagement of the ads that you receive or, you know, the type of ads that you receive. Um, so this idea I've been, you know, talking about uh, for quite a while, I've been doing this for quite a while is essentially to kind of give you a background, you know, I have my own personal Instagram um, and, you know, I'm not a huge fan of, of ads as surprising as it is, but I don't think really anyone really enjoys ads. Um, at least ones that are not very, uh, targeted to themselves or relatable to, to their interests. Um, so I just started, you know, maybe like two years ago, I just started blocking these ads. Um, I mean, by blocking, you mean like you block the entire account. Yeah. So when I say block the ads, I really just block the account that serves the ads. So, you know, if, if like, you know, Best Buy showed me an ad, I would just block Best Buy because I knew that there's no chance it could ever show me an ad again. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I basically just limited an entire advertiser from showing me anything. It wasn't just like hide this ad or report this ad and, you know, Instagram let me just hide it because of whatever reason I gave. I literally blocked the account. Um, And it seems like a little bit of a, a scapegoat or not a scapegoat, it seems like a little bit of a, um, it's this little hidden gem that I don't know if Instagram really realizes that, uh, you know, if you block an advertiser, you you know, you won't ever be served ads by them. Um, you know, other platforms like Reddit don't really allow, I don't, they used to, but maybe they removed that. I've tried to, but they don't allow you, allow you to, to block advertisers on, on Reddit. Um, so it's really interesting how, how Instagram allows you to do this, but essentially, you know, I just block the ad. Um, pretty much every ad I see on my personal Instagram, I'll just block it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has its pros and its cons. But um, essentially, I kind of started it just out of an annoyance because I used to see the same ads over and over and over again. Um, and I was just tired of seeing the same ad that had no interest to me. Um, so that's why I kind of started blocking them. Right. Um, and then it just became a thing where I just blocked pretty much everything. Usually if there's one-off ads, 
you know, I keep scrolling. But oftentimes if I saw the ad more than once, so it was two, three, four times, even, you know, five or plus, I would block it because I was just tired of seeing it. And I knew that that was the way that I was going to stop myself from seeing it. Do you think there are a lot of other people like you that block the entire account or is it more that people just kind of scroll by the ad without blocking it? I think, I don't know if many people do this. No one I've talked to really does this. I've talked to my friends and my wife's friends. No one seems to do this. I seem to be like very unique in this. Um, And I think a lot of it is because, uh, you know, uh, I've talked to other advertisers, you know, people who work in our space, and no one really else has done that, but I think they're more cognizant of it, mm-hmm. um, of, like, that you can block ads or that, like, sometimes they do, you know. Uh, like, I think I, I say that no one's really done it. I'm sure people in the advertising space that I've talked to, you know, some of them have said they've, like, done it on one-off ads, but they don't, I think, do it, like, as much as I probably have. Um so I don't know if, uh, yeah, but um, I don't think a lot of people are doing it because a lot of thing I think a lot of people, one, probably don't realize that it's a thing you can do because it's not, you have to click on the, the profile, uh, or, you know, the IG page of whoever the advertiser is, and then you have to go hit those three dots and then hit block account. Like it's not, you know, that's a lot of stuff to do f- to just block an ad. Then they go back to your feed and then keep scrolling. So, you know, some people might just, one, not think of it as an option, or two, people are just like, well, that's a lot of work when I can really just scroll and then problem solved. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's maybe a little bit of my OCD or, or, or uh, you know, my just hyper fixation on, on these ads that just makes me block them. Right. Um, but also, you know, going back to it, I'm, you know, an advertiser. You know, I, you know, I advertise on these platforms, and I think I'm just more, you know, cognizant of, of the ads and, you know, how often the frequency is and all these metrics and being like, oh, you know, I've been served this ad five times in the past week. Um, I just think about that stuff and, you know, I'm just annoyed by it. Usually. Right. Because I think there's a lot of bad advertising yeah. uh, on the platforms. But basically what it boils down to is that people do have the option of blocking right. ads and the algorithm picks up on it, Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I, I think it, it definitely picks up on it. Um I mean, you know, if you think about it, if you have a pool, you know, you, you kind of like a funnel, you have all these different advertisers, you have, you know, electronic brands, car brands, you know, whatever, uh, you know, that are showing you know, users ads. And then you see, okay, well, you know, half of those are blocked. Um, and those are probably going to be showing me ads pretty frequently in the next, you know, time frame going forward and now I've blocked all those well then you know Instagram has to find different advertisers to showcase um, because you know the ad slot that was going to be for Best Buy can't be for Best Buy because I blocked it um, so it's it's you know it dwindles down that quality I think mm-hmm. pretty quickly yeah and that's that was kind of the basis of this whole project you came to me and you said this is what I do I wonder what happens over time if I started a new profile? Yeah. What are the ads going to look like once I start frequently blocking them right. week over week? Because I have so you know I have so much history on this on this ad account that uh, on my personal ad account or personal Instagram page. I mean, so I you know 
I've blocked so many ads. You know, the list, I actually just checked the list long, uh, not long ago, and it's just, it's probably like 100 to 200 advertisers, you know, in this list. It's That's quite an and it's big names too. It's not like, you know, little uh, advertisers. It's, you know, like I said, Best Buy, it's, you know, stuff like that. Uh, there's some brands that I allow through if it's brands that I like, like uh, Ikea um, or Subaru. I don't really get those ads very often, maybe Ikea, but um, I usually allow some through. But my list is just extensive, and it's really big brands. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I've been doing this, and, and I kind of thought this is an interesting idea um, because I don't think many people are thinking about it or doing it. And I, you know, I brought it to your attention because I, uh, I thought it was kind of cool, and, and we – thought you know we should probably start with an, a brand new i instagram account that uh i kind of curate to my interests so that you know we have some content or something to give the algorithm right. to you know basically say okay this is what this guy likes mm -hmm. and you know we have you know a way to kind of branch off that for yeah. advertising purposes so basically the parameters of this were one it was an entirely new account you created it on the same phone that you use it for your Instagram, your personal yeah. account, but yeah. it's entirely new. Um, and you you set up the age parameters, I believe, or yeah. So it's kind of funny. We realized a few weeks in that my age was set to be. I was supposed to be like eighty nine years old, and we thought that may hinder. Like that might, you know, absolutely skew our data. But as we'll speak about, it didn't really do that at all. Mm -hmm. um, I set myself to be just, you know, a male. Um, like I said, my age, I think I was born in like 46, which I think is pretty funny. I don't know where I set that. Um, I almost think that might be like a setting that was carried over from my personal Instagram. I'm not really too sure, but um, it didn't really seem to make a difference at all, really. Um, so we're you know, lucky with that. But yeah, that's what I set for right. my age and my my gender. And then what we did essentially was we started with the new account and we reviewed the ads as soon as you started getting served them. We looked at them together and from there we started blocking every single ad that we saw, not only blocking the ad, but the entire profile itself. Yeah. And then every week just checking in to see how the relevance changed. And the way that we did that was by measuring each ad and kind of agreeing on a one to 10 score of it in terms of its relevance. Yeah. And at the end of every week, we would average out that score and compare that week over week. So to kind of summarize everything, we started a brand new account under Mark's name. We updated the age and gender parameters on the profile. We scrolled through the feed that contained pages that Mark had already been following mm -hmm. for some time and just copied those over to this new profile and then began blocking week yeah. over week. And <clears throat> one thing to note is um, when you create a new Instagram account, you really don't get a single ad for the first week um, it, it was pretty much like clockwork. I created it on a Wednesday and I wrote Mike, you know, maybe that Thursday, Friday, I think even maybe Monday. And I said, I've not gotten a single ad yet. Um, this may be a complete wash. I don't know why, 
because you know it'd been so long since I created um, I created a, a hobby Instagram account for myself maybe like two years ago and and I I didn't really scroll all that much on that so I don't really think I thought of that so I really thought of it when I noticed I'm not getting an ad um, and then you know like clockwork seven days went by and all of a sudden I was getting a ton of ads and um, so we thought we, you know we found that kind of interesting why I almost think it it one takes time for it to understand what you like and what you're interacting with but also I think I don't know this but I think it wants to give you a, some type of like introduction period where you can get hooked on it before it serves your ads right. I mean nobody one of my biggest complaints with there with TikTok when I created a TikTok uh, was I think I was served ads like right away and it was just like none of it was of an interest to me I, I was not I didn't I hadn't even kind of created my own algorithm yet. So it was kind of, you know, kind of a little bit annoying. And I think that's why Facebook or Instagram really takes that week to learn you and maybe kind of let you settle into the account. Right. Uh, that's And that's kind of where we understood that the age maybe didn't matter so much because the profiles we were following were related to your actual interests now. So it was right. a lot of scale modeling it was scale modeling and, profiles yeah it was scale modeling and 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 soccer stuff that's really like my two interests you know um i didn't want to create a profile where i was liking you know key influencers or celebrities or stuff you know that i didn't follow on my personal account because that's completely skewing mm -hmm. uh the data so that's really what we did was you know it was you know I didn't have as many liked accounts or followed accounts in my new one, but it was similar. It, you know, it was the the key ones that I had interest for. Right, and I think in that learning period from the content that you were following, that's kind of what informed the first week of ads that we saw. Like, I felt like most of the ad content we were seeing there was one pretty generalized, and two somewhat related to your interests yeah so the first mm -hmm. the first week it, it got a 5.7 which i think around a five we were deeming to be relevant but not to a point where you would want to act on it right so it was like relevant to your interests but you didn't really care about it yeah and or it was you know i think we we often gave uh higher scores for brands but oftentimes it was five and up was usually the decider of either I know this brand or I've used this brand, but I don't use it now or I know this brand and it's not of an interest to me. And that was kind of, you know, five and up was getting into the, you know, I have some understanding of this brand and anything below that was usually like I was never going to use it or I have no interest in it. But yeah, the first week was definitely, uh, you know, we can, we'll talk through that list, but it was very much broad brands. Um, that I think most people would recognize, most people use. Um, it's kind of almost like lifestyle brands, uh, right. you know, and services. That was and my main takeaway is that it just seemed like it could apply to anybody. It seemed like a very millennial right. um, list. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it, if we talk through them, you know, the first one, you know, or one of the first ones I got was HBO Max. I mean, that's, you know, what millennial or anyone above that age has not known HBO Max or used uh, HBO in general. I mean, you know, we use HBO Max for my uh, at home. 
because I like to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, there was other good shows on that, and uh, I think um, The Righteous Gemstones was was HBO. So yeah, you know we have that. So things like that is you know they, that gets a ten because I use it. I like it. It's highly mm-hmm. relevant. Um, you know, but as it went down, you know some of the ads we were getting um, were less relevant. But I understand why I probably would have gotten the ad. You know, we had I had Starbucks. I don't drink Starbucks. Um, and, you know, it makes sense. Uh, they're probably making a big push for their kind of fall drinks. Um, so some of these were really irrelevant, you know, like z I don't use z you know, the, the, the sleep aid. Mm-hmm. But I am a millennial, and many millennials more frequently struggle with sleeping. Mm-hmm. You know, NyQuil, that's another one. Uh, these are just brands that I think are, you know, everyone kind of thinks about. U.S. Cellular. Right. You know, AT&T, all and of this stuff. And there are... There are a handful of tens in here, like things right. that were incredibly yeah, relevant. Yeah, AT and T was incredibly relevant because uh, Hulu, right. Disney Plus, all things that you use regularly. Yeah, that you're seeing ads, and they're and it's so streaming. It's all just streaming service dominated. Yeah. Uh, but you know, there's a few that you know HBO Max, you know I, Disney, um, uh, you know The Athletic, which is a is a soccer related uh, blog and podcast. Uh, I used to use them. Um, I don't really read their content as much anymore, but I used to use it. Um, you know, AT&T, I use their fiber optic internet, you know, Hulu, Sirius, you know, all of these are brands that I use. Um, and if they're not brands that I use, uh, you know, directly, a lot of these were brands of that create products that I currently use or they're in my sphere of, of use. So to summarize week one that more often than not you were getting an ad that was somewhat relevant to your interests so yeah absolutely i would i would say so um based off the list that we saw it was you know either products i have used or products that are similar to things i've used um so you know if i was scrolling through instagram that first week and i was seeing these ads i don't think i would I mean, I, I'd probably block them regardless, but I don't think I would be like, oh, these are insanely right. uh, irrelevant to me. I'd be like, okay, I know these brands. Right. Say these you were are, a normal person. Right. If I was normal and not, like right. Then I would be like, okay, yeah, these are ads that probably relate to what my interests are or, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it's crazy yeah. that it only took them just a handful of days to, to get that and not to say that it nailed you per se, but they they really got they they got it down to the pages that you were following, right? And who you were as a person. And I wonder how many of these advertisers are actually advertising, um, you know, very specific interests, mm-hmm. or if they're doing what many advertisers do and just you know making it very broad and right because of the the signals that Facebook and Instagram like really use or kind of lack their reviews but you know they tried more broad targeting because you know dr squatch for example was you know they're a soap maker i use more like boutique soaps not this brand but i do use companies that make you know soaps um and uh i'm wondering you know were they targeting uh, somebody who's interested in soccer like i i i doubt it i i find it interesting that i was even targeted 
because I imagine they're doing some age targeting mm -hmm. and I'm, I set my age to be, you know, like I'm like 80 something years old. Um, so I don't know. It's very interesting, but, uh, yeah, these are, it is pretty interesting how I was able to kind of mm -hmm. like figure out, you know, what m my interests are, or what kind of advertisers it should, should show. So then we go <laughs> from the most general, we block all of that and we go into week two where we come back spiraling and this is where it really starts getting interesting and it's it's really insane how the quality diminished week over week we gave week one a 5.7 and week two got a 2.6 so yeah the the drop-off is pretty drastic there it's it's like if if you're one of those other advertisers and you get blocked right away, then the the next week that people are getting ads, they're not going to get anything related to you because the quality of the next advertisers were just so out of left field. And more often than not, you were scrolling and the ad was not entirely irrelevant, but it was noticeably different than your interests. Yeah, I mean... It, it we, we kind of noticed we might have an issue with the age targeting because of um, how I was starting to see, like I was seeing ads for AARP, mm -hmm. um, you know, which is, you know, probably not good to be seeing uh, or not probably the right target market, you know. Uh, so I was seeing, uh, yeah, like AARP and, and other brands like that that uh, clearly don't have an interest to me. I mean, I was starting to see... You know, direct TVs like NFL Sunday Ticket, um, which I don't watch football. Um, I joke that I put it on for like background noise if I'm cleaning the basement or like, you know, uh, yeah, I just used to have it on as background noise. Um, you know, ads for like diabetes products, uh, you know, a lot of U.S. Army. Mm. I had like two different U.S. Army ads. Um, and this is where we started to think that maybe they thought you were a student. They also, yeah, probably thought I was a student because we were starting to, you know, it was like very much like college football. Um, but then, you know, a bank, uh, I think that's local, maybe Waterstone Bank, uh, they were showcasing ads for like student checking. Um, and then the U.S. Army Reserves was, their their ad was like student loan repayment. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was very much like really starting to kind of dial in on on this like idea that I was a student, which I thought was uh, funny because right. I'm clearly not. So it's it's weird because in the same week that we got um, student advertising, uh, I was also getting AARP mm -hmm. and like Libra, which is I believe like a diabetes right, blood diabetes thing, tester. Yeah. So it's it's like what am I? You know which am I? Um, and it's and also a, place a lot for of mom. these, like... That was another one. Yeah, also... Senior care living. These, like, credit card sign-up or starting a new checking account, yeah. things of that nature. Yeah, it was very much, um, you know, like Chime and these brands that have uh, kind of these uh, almost, like, new-age tech companies that have their checking their bank checking and, and they have cards and, and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that was, you know, kind of, we're getting down to that list, but I also got some more relevant stuff. Um, you know, sling, uh, I think it was inter interesting is that 
a lot of the advertisers that were advertising to me that were like the right advertiser, you know, like Sling, mm-hmm. um, which I've used in the past, they were advertising things that weren't of relevancy to me. Right. So it was like, and if it was all NFL or like college football, mm. and it's like I don't watch that stuff. Even Fubo, which I think is like Fubo, I think is like a footballing term, like a soccer term. Um, the messaging was all football related. And I just find it interesting because I really wonder, like, why would you advertise college football messaging when every single thing that I'm liking, every single account that I like is soccer related? I didn't I didn't like a single football related thing. I don't follow any football, soccer or uh, American football like related stuff. So I don't really quite understand why it was heavily focusing on college football Mm -hmm. because fubo and sling both offer soccer like you know i use uh, espn plus Um, i think espn plus was another one um that we saw that was in the first round Oh, the first round okay right it's just i'll add to it is this idea that you know all of these services that offer soccer related uh content were all just showing me football related um like ads and it's just it is so not relevant mm-hmm. but also i have to remember that i think a lot of people in america who watch soccer probably also watch other sports right and i'm kind of unique and like soccer is the only thing mm-hmm. i watch so um yeah i think once you blocked espn plus in that first week then it was like how else can we get this guy and and i would never, all the other yeah. accounts were like related ESPN accounts, but they were college football or right. NFL. And uh, we put in the notes, you know, DirecTV, it was like very student driven. It was probably, mm-hmm. you know, relating to, um, you know, student messaging. And and I know some of these ads even talked, excuse me, talked about um, uh, like deals for students, mm-hmm. I think was one of the other brands. So um, it was kind of all over the place on, on what it thought right. I was. And we could start to tell you know, things are kind of going south a little mm-hmm. bit with its uh, messaging. Yeah, and I think we only had maybe two tens here out of the 20 or so ads. Yeah, we I think one of week. them was just Liquid IV, which which I use. Mm-hmm. And so once you start blocking those ads, then going into week three, the algorithm had no idea what you were. It had, yeah, it didn't really understand at all what it was, I was interested in. Yeah, it was almost uh, deranged in the advertising that you did get, and it was so out of left field, some of these. Well, and the yeah. entire week can be summarized with its score. We got a 1.5, and that's that's barely relevant. I, I knew that we were going to get a probably even worse score than week two mm-hmm. when I recorded myself scrolling through the feed before we could review it. Um, and, uh, so it, some of these almost have a similarity to week th- uh, one, a lot of the advertisers, but it's just worse, mm-hmm. like in that sense. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, if we, if we kind of like, uh, one thing to note is, um, even though I would interact with these, this account, you know, every couple of days to kind of like nurture it. Um, it took a while for, you know, the last week for me even, to even see any ads. I almost, when I was recording, almost paused recording because I was scrolling so long 
before I even got an ad. Um, so I thought that was really, you know, quite interesting. But yeah, the the ranking shows, uh, you know, the the point, the like the delving into like the nonsense kind of of advertising that we got to, um, even getting to, you know, the point of like slots. Mm-hmm. You know, like slot advertisers, which I always joke with people at Granular, is like all I ever get on my personal Instagram, which um, it, I think is funny because I really did this to myself. Like I, I literally brought this on myself because I deleted all these ads. And it's funny because I deleted all these ads because I was tired of annoying advertisers. But now my Instagram account is literally just slot machine ads, um, which is probably worse right. than the other if I just left the ads, but I'm looking know. at it right now and there was a stretch where you got three in a row of casinos. Yeah. So it was Cashman oh, oh. Casino, which was like a betting service, Money Lion, which was like instant cash opportunities, and then Heart of Vegas slots at yeah. the end. And it's just all these flashy like and and I've seen so many of these. I've seen probably thirty or forty accounts. They have barely any following. And they just have ex- insanely flashy ads, um, and it's it's kind of just depressing mm-hmm. how much these advertisers are actually on Facebook or Instagram, and and uh, how many you know the people they probably. Right. So but, it's like yeah. those were the final holes that I could poke through to to find you, which is which is really interesting. Right. Another interesting thing I thought was that. Even at this level, you're still getting like crypto ads. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't think we got a single. I don't think we got a single crypto ad. No. In any of the other weeks, mm-hmm. but it's weird because I almost wonder if the crypto and, and the we got trading.com, I think was one of yep. them. If those almost like correlate with the slots, mm-hmm. I, I don't think know. It's the same. It's that same kind of person Betting, who's like, yeah, that's well, yeah, because it high makes risk, sense. Reward we had dealing. We had uh, fantasy football betting mm-hmm. sites too on here. Um, no house advantage. I don't know the other one, but there was two betting services, of course, that were are football related. Um, so yeah, and you know, crypto and and uh, you know, very random world cat boats, which was literally an ad for a probably multi-thousand, hundred thousand dollar boat that I could buy, mm-hmm. which is so irrelevant. It's wild um, because I would never, ever buy a boat that's worth more than probably my house. Um, but uh, so we are seeing a lot of these really irrelevant, you know, stuff. Uh, but then we go back to this idea of we're starting to see the cash, the banks, you know, uh, there was, you know, SoFi, which is huge. I mean, you know, massive company just for a checking account. You know, I know that they don't know this, but I would never have a checking account from a, such a large bank. I'd probably stay local. I don't know if that's like a Midwest thing, but I wouldn't go to a large brand like that. I'd stay local. Um, so that's not relevant. You know, Cash App, it was for their debit card. I would never, ever probably do that. Um, you know, there was Hello Bridget, so I could get instant cash. It's one of those services where you probably have an insanely high APR to replay th- to repay that, but they'll give you two hundred and fifty dollars, and it's it just is not me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what we dove into the the banking a little bit, um, but uh, we were all over the place also with this. Yeah, 
And so that pretty much concluded the entire experiment. I think if we had continued to block these ads, it would have just been more of the same, which is probably what you're seeing on your own personal account. Yeah. So it um, only took us three weeks to get to this level of just blocking things to get to a point of complete irrelevance right. with the ads. I mean, I think that the peak, like, I think two things that were like peak irrelevance um, to me or, yeah, not having any relevance was, um, and we laugh about it, was it like this KI supply company that was just advertising, like, I don't even know what the machine was. It was like a bore, bore machine. It was like for deeply inspecting in your car with a camera. Yeah, it was that, which was a product. Um, and then some company that was advertising like presentation builders for teachers, it, which which is funny because it said like school is back in session. So it's like, am I a teacher now? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Lashify, which is something to do with like women's lash eyelashes which i'm not a woman um it's it's i just i almost wish i could sit down with someone at facebook and be like why did this advertiser Mm -hmm. find me like why because it's just it doesn't make any sense at all why some of these advertisers would get me Mm -hmm. i just think facebook just throws whatever they can out there and you know uh just to see what hits and right. maybe they build off of that but yeah it's it's wild how, how bad it really got towards the end so my whole takeaway from this is that people know how to block ads and if something's irrelevant to them to a point where they find the messaging so out of left field like people will go ahead and block that so I think yeah. my takeaway here is that, especially in our in our line of work, is that we need to do better with our advertising and make the copy more engaging because if you lose that first touch point with somebody and the copy just does not speak to them and your targeting is incorrect and everything like that, you're never going to get that back again. And it, Facebook will... Facebook and Instagram will fill that slot in with something maybe even more irrelevant. Yeah. Um, you know, one ad that I'll, I'll speak to just because it, it kind of like goes to what Mike is saying is that um, one of the ads was this company called Go Nitro. And Mike and I were laughing because in the ad, I had a very like stock footage image. And in the ad, it did not, it just it described the offer, but it didn't describe what the product is. And I think advertisers need to realize that not everyone who's seeing your ad knows. Yeah, many of these advertisers, I knew the brand already, so I kind of knew what they were. But so many people don't know what your brand is. And unless you make it very clear to people in the ad what the product is, they're not going to have it. Like you can't just show a product that probably nobody has an interest or knows what it is and then just list your offer. Because I was literally like, telling Mike, I have no clue. I was telling you, I have no clue what this product even is. And I think that speaks to what you're saying and that advertisers need to make sure when they're writing copy, what are we speaking to? Uh, what is this product? Like, do we make it known to, to the scroller um, for that use of that term? Like the people scrolling, do we make it clear to them what our product is if they've never heard of our brand? I think at some point, like Cash App 
most people know it, at least in the United States. But you know, if you're a newer brand, or if you're a smaller brand, you, you have to make it as clear as you can in your ad copy what you're offering in, whether it's a visual thing or in the copy, because you know, people gotta uh, people are gonna really split from you pretty quick if you don't, mm-hmm. you know, because you know, most people aren't on Instagram for the ads. They're on Instagram for the content. And people find ads intrusive oftentimes and annoying. And re- you know, people probably would only like ads. I don't block ads. I think if it's a relevant product to me mm-hmm. on Instagram, I really don't because at some point it could be interesting or valuable to me. So if people are blocking this stuff or, or uh, you probably aren't hitting the right people. Right. And if it's like bad enough in their feed, like if they get to the week three stage, then that could just take somebody off of Instagram altogether because if you're getting slot machines in between the content right. and things like that, it's just you could a, just be forced off the platform right. it, because it, it's so bad. Yeah, and uh, it could be a bad, just a bad experience, mm-hmm. a bad user experience. Um, you know, I don't know if I, you know, I don't know my scroll time over the months and how much ads actually would impact that. But I think sometimes I roll my eyes when I see those ads. And, you know, um, oftentimes I will, like, just close the app if I see something that's, like, so outrageously dumb. So, yeah, I think it has an effect on people if they were to do this um, or if they were to just see ads that are really relevant. Right. That's an entire platform that you'll never get that new customer off of just because their experience is so bad with ads that yeah. they could be forced to use anything else. Yeah, so. and there's so many other apps out there. Right. You know, people don't need Instagram. I mean, I, I tell people this. I think the only reason, I mean, I wouldn't even have an Instagram if I didn't have family overseas that I want to stay in touch with. And if I didn't have my scale modeling Instagram, um, but I probably would delete my personal Instagram if it wasn't for like having family overseas mm. that I want to connect with. Um, so I think, you know, uh, it speaks to the fact that really you have to give people a reason to stay on the platform. And, you know, some people will find relevant products on on Instagram and it has the ability to do that. Um, advertisers just, it's, it's two part. It's on Instagram to make sure that they're, you know, serving the right ads to people, but it's also on the advertiser to make sure that their targeting is pretty, um, pretty uh, focused. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Uh, we had a lot of fun on this project, and we're hoping that you, as the listener, do too. Will be accompanying this with a, another blog post, just kind of reviewing our process in a little bit more depth. But this was. It was a fun experiment, and I think we learned a lot from it, and I think a lot of other people will review this and go back to their own advertising and make sure that they're touching on some of the points that we talked about here, and moving forward, maybe we'll update their own ad copy to make sure that people are still getting relevant info. Yeah, and I think, you know, I kind of uh, uh, push people to – you know, re- review the ads that they're seeing on their own Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to rank it, like, how relevant is this to you? You know, I'm not saying block everything. That's, you know, I think that's a, almost an extreme thing to do, kind of like what I've done. But I don't know. I, I would, 
implore people to just have an interest in what kind of ads you're seeing like how relevant are they mm-hmm. you know um, not that there's a whole, much you, a whole lot you can do if you realize like these ads are very relevant but I think it would just be interesting for people to do kind of like a little bit of a uh, you know, experiment in their own yeah absolutely alright thanks Mark this is a great discussion yeah thanks Mark mm-hmm.